Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, a Disney investor call gives us hope and projects are moving forward and new projects are coming up. And Dana Schwartz has confirmed that She-Hulk writing is finished and maybe WandaVision is done. And things are looking up, guys. Things are looking up. All that right with that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. All right, we're going to get into the news in just a couple minutes because uh, we're running a little behind today, so we got to get this stuff done. But uh, first, let's uh, mention a few things that we need to mention. Uh, first thing, we're doing a trivia night. We're starting a thing, Stranded Panda Trivia. I'm going to be heading it up over our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash TV. Um, and if you fu- go over there uh, on Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Central, we're going to be doing a trivia night. And if you sign up at the Stranded Panda Army, which some of you already have over at the uh, strandedpanda.com, you can uh, sign up for the Stranded Panda Army, and we're going to send out an email with some uh, some clues. We're going to probably do all uh, about a third of the questions from one movie, and we will tell you what movie that is beforehand. So it's, this week it's going to be Marvel trivia, so join us, me and Jeff. Wednesday night, Stranded Panda TV over on Twitch. Um, also, this week we have uh, uh, we we are we're get we were guests on the Iman- Imagineer podcast. Uh, it's yes, the, yeah. Uh, um, we, the, this is the first episode we've done since they posted, so you guys should check it out. We we it was actually really cool, and I, I, we know you guys will like it. Um, it's a it's a lot of good MCU cast. What what was the theme again? Uh, it was our top 10 MCU moments. Yeah. And so all three of us, uh, us two and the host gave our top 10 MCU moments. Um, so if you, you know, it's a constant thing on, uh, on this podcast, people ask for like, what's your favorite this, or what's your top three of that? Or, you know, what's your favorite food that you've seen the Avengers eat or whatever? Yeah. Like, it's a it's a pretty common theme around here to be like, give us your your top ten list. So yeah. you know, we did that. We did it on the Imaginary Podcast for our buddy Matt over there at the Imaginary Podcast. So if you get a chance, uh, go check out the Imaginary Podcast. They are a podcast that covers all things Disney, and uh, they're doing like a Marvel month this month. But, Marvelous uh, May, Marvelous May, and so if you're if you're into uh, Disney stuff in general, they're they're a good podcast to follow they talk a lot about disney stuff and they have guests and stuff about they talk about disney we did kind of have a little bit of an oops or a a little bit of a whiff because we were like yeah black (laughs) widow oh yeah is gonna be out by now uh it's not we recorded this podcast like two months ago uh (laughs) because he's way more organized than we are um (laughs) extremely we're 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 on the knife's edge we're always recording for the week that we're doing it but uh which is you know that's part of what our podcast is but um (laughs) that's our format that's our format we call it a format you may call it procrastination whatever uh um but uh yeah so imagine your podcast this week um or or it's it's it may be the most most recent episode it may be the one before that but yeah check it out it's a definitely it's like two hours of us talking about our favorite moments in the mcu so definitely a cool thing if you like this podcast um and thirdly our third little piece of in-house news is over on bingers assemble this week we are back to our x-men watch with the deadpool series so if you like uh if you liked our bingers episodes i know we've been doing a lot of altered carbon over there and some of you might not be uh some of you are not following the altered carbon watch um we're back to doing we finally got a chance to do the Deadpool episodes, which were requested. So, uh, and freaking one Deadpool, of two. Deadpool is so good. 
Deadpool is it just is. so good. So uh, yeah, go over to Binge's Assemble if you haven't in a while because we haven't been covering X-Men and check out uh, this new Binger's episode. And because there's there's these all these rumors flying around that uh, the new mutants may be dropping online. Yes, exactly. So we're trying to get there's a lot of rumors about that. So we're trying to get this uh, Deadpool thing finished. You want to throw us a five star review, Jeff? Of course, we got K Rob nineteen eighty nine says great podcast for any Marvel fan. Matt and Jeff know what they are talking about and have fun doing it. They really care for their fans and make each episode fun to listen to by adding some personal touch. Oh, well, thank you so much, K-Rob. You're awesome. Appreciate you. I'm glad you like our personal touch. Yeah. I like <laughs> when anyone likes when I touch them. Um, Whoa. I meant metaphorically. Let's get to the news. <laughs> <laughs> so on on uh, May 5th, there was a uh, Disney investor call. Um Basically, just kind of going over the state of Disney, and there was a lot of confirmation that they are not actually frozen on their uh, on their development. They've been, you know, they've actually been working. Um, apparently, according to uh, the reports that I've been reading, WandaVision is done. Um, they've finished filming, and that's awesome. That's crazy good, right? So it's just finished filming, right? Not they haven't finished post or whatever. Right, right, right. They still have posts to do. They still have, uh, you know, all of the effects because Wanda uh, and Vision are like uh, very VFX heavy. Kind right. Of and characters. it looks based on just the uh, trailer we've seen. It looks like they're doing a lot of VFX on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the um, black and white stuff and all that. With right. Dash right. of color. All that stuff takes a lot of time. So, you know, it, it's it's still going to be a while, but the, I mean, there's hope that there might be a 2020 release. Uh, or even an early 2021 release. Yeah, one of the articles I re- read was like, they, it looks like they're done filming and they could be finished with WandaVision fairly soon, but will they be? Because we don't know how it interacts with other movies. Like, does it need to come out in the order that it was originally scheduled? Because originally it was Falcon Winter Soldier, then WandaVision, which they are not finished with Falcon Winter Soldier as far as I understand. They they like halted halted filming of that one. So yeah. it seems like a lot of this WandaVision stuff is happening on sound stages and stuff. So maybe they were able to continue shooting in a way they weren't with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know. But um, yeah. yeah. So th- I, I said this on our MCU cast chat group. I was like, I am always all about let's get more and more connectivity and have these shows rely on each other more and more. But this is the one case where I'm like, I hope there's less connectivity so they can do these things out of the order they were originally planning. My biggest thought that there makes me think they're going to hold off is because we've been told how much it connects to Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. So I bet I got pushed back. Yeah. I bet they want that to come out closer to multiverse of madness. That's my, they they want it to be on people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, speaking of though, speaking of Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, they got the okay to resume production in the Czech Republic. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so they uh, they they're starting up again. Man, guys, I, you don't know how bright it makes my heart feel to know they're actually working. <laughs> like it's sad how bright it makes my heart feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad how sad I've been. Here's the thing: I wonder. I wonder if when you're shooting one of these shows, like you're trying to do it in a certain timely fashion i wonder if you do those effect heavy shots early and then the shots you hold off till the end are the more uh, grounded shots because then then your effects team can be working that seems to make sense 
Like maybe that's what happened and maybe Falcon Winter Soldier won't be too held off because maybe they've continued to work on VFX while they couldn't shoot. But that's all complete speculation about what makes sense in my own (laughs) brain and I have no idea. That's just hopeful uh, organization from you. Oh, yeah. That's all that is. It is. Absolutely. And you know what's great is uh, during a quarantine, uh, you can still, you know, when there's lockdown, you can still do things that are uh, more cerebral, like writing. Yeah. Uh, Dana Schwartz posted on Twitter that uh, the She-Hulk writing like for season one is done. That's They're so finished crazy. with writing. That's awesome. And she's looking for, for more work now. She's like, you know, if anybody, anybody's a showrunner that wants, you know, these qualities in a writer, like hit me up. And everybody's like, wait, what? She hooks done with, with writing. Like what? She's like, no, no. The point was I'm available. And everyone's yeah, like, she's like, I need work. And everybody's like, she hook. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yep. Hey, you know, she needs work, and apparently, according <clears throat> according to reports, Marvel is looking for a writer for a Secret Warriors project. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Which could be a Disney Plus series, it could be uh, a movie, but apparently it is Feige that is, that is, that, uh, is set to produce this. So this is going to be MCU property. Wow. Secret that is Warriors. Secret, so Secret Warriors, is that different than Secret Wars? Yes, yeah. Secret Warriors was the um, the Daisy Johnson led team. Oh, interesting. Weird. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm down. <laughs> that's that's weird. And I wonder if they will tie it into the uh, if Daisy Johnson is there, will it tie into Agents of Shield? Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of reports uh, that are saying that there's going to be a like ABC approached Feige. Uh, to have to ask him to produce a, a series for them. And there's a lot of talk that it might be some sort of um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff uh, that could potentially be something like Agents of Sword or um, you know, something else. But wow, there's there's potential for it to be Secret Warriors. Wow. OK, that's cool. I do. If they're going to do that, I do want them to somehow explain what happened in the final episodes. Why did my not? Why did we not get a connection to Endgame? <laughs> um, right. If they're gonna if they're gonna bring those characters in the future, we got to address the blip at some point. All right, we have to, have to, have to. And uh, the the last piece of like really exciting stuff uh, as far as development, Feige is apparently developing a Ghost Rider project uh, that doesn't involve Gabriel Luna, so it's not going to be Robbie Reyes. Um, but Ghost Rider in the MCU. Developed by Feige, like the 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 Hulu one is canceled, so you know we're never going to see that hit the light of day. But we they are wanting to do a Ghost Rider thing. Cool, cool, cool. And we could get Johnny Blaze. Man, we could get Johnny Blaze. Yes, I am. I'm excited. I'm at once like I'm just constantly torn between like excitement that all this stuff is happening and it's all going to be connected and disappointment that the stuff we've been watching for the last many years is not probably going to connect Um, yeah but hopefully they will be thoughtful they can kind of disregard earlier things without overriding earlier things you know what i mean yep yeah oh man you know what would be really cool what's that is if they did a whole like uh midnight suns kind of thing of, of dark mcu where uh, like Blade and you know Morbius the Living Vampire, um, 
Ghost Rider, all yeah. of these like super dark characters were doing heroic things in the time of the blip in that five year span. Ooh, because it's a dark universe already. That's good. And it's man. really like really gritty and and already just everybody's bummed out. And then you get these dark heroes doing their thing. Couldn't you see that like, could be good? A Doctor Strange calling together all of like oh. the dark oh. characters, like 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 the, the guy playing Doctor Strange, uh, Cumberbatch wouldn't have to be on many episodes. He could be on, like the first episode, like setting them forward into their goal to on their goal. You know, yeah, um, that would be super fun. Uh, okay. Uh, before we get into feedback, uh, just so you know, we also recorded uh, our second House of M comics episode over on our Patreon this week. So if you're um, if you're squirrely and want to get a uh, get up on the Patreon, we 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 finished our House of M coverage, and we're planning to do more comics coverage in the next few months, probably after yeah! we finish our Deadpool Sorry. stuff. Uh, yeah, I know Jeff, you're so freaking excited. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being a butthole about it. Um, <laughs> I don't either, man. <laughs> you like these comics. I do. I do. Uh, they're not as easy to talk about as TV is because it's that's fair. They're harder to like wrap your head around sometimes. I don't know why. It's it just it's it's you know it's just different. It's just different medium and like there's less. It, it, I think part of it is you have to use your imagination a lot more. You know what I mean? It, it, with any kind of reading, uh, which obviously there's 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 visuals as well, but it's like this. Uh, like how you interpret the actions or the emotions of characters. It's like a lot of what we do when we talk about these shows is we talk about, Oh, and the way that he acted that moment, how amazing was that? And I, I, you get that some with the comics, but it's, it's just different. It's a different medium and it's not one I'm as, I'm as comfortable with. So we're getting into it though. We're doing this. We're doing, we're going to do more. It sounds like the Eternals might be next based on what our patrons, our patrons have requested. So, um, We'll probably do we'll probably do one of those a month or something like that, like for a while, and just see how that goes. Oh, see how it goes. I'm all about it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's dive into our feedback and uh, run through some of these uh, if we can here. Jake Pittman sent us a message that with all powers taken away, who wins in a free for all hand to hand fight? Peter Parker, Stephen Strange, Scott Lang, Carol Danvers, or Hope Van Dyne slash Pym. Also, if you're reading comics, Secret Wars is a great one to dive into. It's a 12-issue limited series and has the first-ever Venom symbiote Black Spider-Man suit. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Mm. Uh, That's Secret Wars from the 80s, if I recall correctly. Um, Not the 2015 Secret Wars? Hmm. Or it might have been 2012. Uh, 20-teens was when the, uh, the most recent Secret Wars happened. Um. But yeah, that one's the that was where the the symbiote suit came from. Was when uh, the team was taken to uh, Battle World, as they called it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we will we'll put it on the list. It very well, especially with all the Spider Man stuff being tied in Venom. Uh, maybe we'll get some of that across yeah, over the movies. We're trying to stick with things that at least connect to the MCU. Uh, but I think Secret Wars is very much a possibility that it might connect eventually, especially if we do some of this. Uh, multiverse stuff that's coming um, yeah so or his question though with all powers taken away who wins in a fight peter parker carol danvers yeah carol carol danvers 100 he's his list was peter parker stephen strange scott lang carol danvers or hope van dyne um and i say carol danvers 100 she's the only yeah. one with actual combat training <laughs> yeah in that, in that list everyone else is basically they're just they may have learned to fight since their powers but they're just powered people um yeah 100 carol danvers yeah 
with a close runner-up being, or not, 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 not even close, really, with a runner-up being Scott Lang. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's a criminal. He's a thief. I don't know that. We don't know if he can fight, I guess. We did. We saw him. Uh, he at least can deliver and or take a punch. Oh, yeah. Does he just. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember that scene. Does he just take a punch? Uh, he takes a punch from the from Peaches and then tries to deliver a punch and then uh, miss or like redirects him or misdirects him and then hits him in um, hits him in the face, I think, or the gut. Huh. I'll have to I don't remember exactly. That. It's been a while. <laughs> but yeah, fun. he he does get a good hit in on the guy. And he's like, I'm going to miss you, Scott. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to miss you too, Peach. You guys get the weirdest goodbye rituals. Yeah. I, I, but still, Carol Danvers, like, yeah. hands down. Yeah. All right. What's up next? Uh, Jib said, Jibs, that's a, that's a name right there. Jibs. Just heard your podcast. And I don't know if this could be mentioned, but maybe Henry Cavill as Hercules. He has the look and the physique, in my opinion. Kind of Herculean vibes. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Hmm. I I could see it. I could yeah. see it. And Henry Cavill's done some good things uh, out there that, I, that I've really enjoyed him in. So, uh, yeah. I, I could see it. That's a dangerous thing, though, giving, uh, giving Henry Cavill facial hair. Because <laughs> so many bad things have happened in the past with his facial hair. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't think of a thing that you're talking about. You know, that's, uh, I, you know, we, the, the, the distinguished competition doesn't get mentioned here or, or we get letters. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about them. <laughs> no, but yeah, him, him as Hercules would be great. Have we ever talked about mustache gate here on the podcast? Nope. Probably not. Let me just say, I had forgotten about it. Like I knew that it was a thing before the movie came out and then I'd forgotten about it. And then the first scene of Batman V Superman came on and I was just like, what is wrong with his lip? What is going on? This is like a bad video game. He's just talking. Why didn't they just film this? And then it like flooded back and hit me. So it was like, people were like, oh, people were just looking for something to complain about. And I literally didn't remember it. And then I went to the theater and I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Oh man. So, but so, so crazy. So crazy that they let that happen. Okay. uh, Moving on. Yeah, Marshall Naylor said, hey guys, two things. One, Matt, don't worry, you don't have to do another whole rebuttal episode for your further crimes against Star Wars. This email will subside. <laughs> I, I tried to watch the first episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, and I liked it enough, but I couldn't get over Marina Search's character. She was so bland and boring, unnerving even, just like the franchise itself. Too far? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say, if you watch the first episode of Next Generation, Encounter at Farpoint, yeah, the first season of Next Generation is pretty bad. I like that episode okay. Uh, that first episode, like, it kind of sets up some stuff. But, like, the first season of most Star Trek shows is pretty bad. Like, just... And there, the, I love Star Trek. I am I love Star Trek. But, like, there is some bad Star Trek. But there's also really good Star Trek. When yeah. you talk about Star Wars, I, I think it's just all in the middle. <laughs> Yep. There's no well, nothing really bad. Nothing. Well, there there's some really bad, uh, and just the uh, to me, there's not the really good stuff to me. Okay, but that's where I I land. That's yeah. That's that's your interpretation of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I think that uh, that the first episode of TNG, like, 
to have it not have a uh, like a physical confrontation between uh, you know the captain or the captain's lackey or whatever, uh, and like between them and uh, the bad guy, have it just all be discussion with Q and um, hmm. investigation into like what's going on at Farpoint. Like all of that was so different from what everybody had experienced. Uh, with Star Trek, and if you if you've watched current Star Trek, like the the JJ the new universe the JJ stuff, and then go back and watch that, you're like, what? Who's running this? Like, this is so vastly different. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it, it's it's always said it's more of a cerebral show, but it is. It's like it's they 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 they, they very very often don't fight. Like at all. It's just like a they have a conversation and figure it out. And honestly, that even in the original series, they did that a lot. Like a lot of the episodes end with them, like just having a conversation with a robot and convincing them not to destroy a, a, a planet or something like it's it's often they just use logic and uh, conversation to solve a problem. They use their words, which I I really appreciate and I I find fascinating in most cases. Um I've talked many times about how I think that a lot of times when you have a fight scene in a show, those fight scenes mean nothing. Um, I would much rather a show not have a fight scene and just like uh, have the character stuff than to have have a fight scene and not have the character stuff. I I like what Marvel does, which is like a mixture of those two things um, where you have a good fight. Well, we talked about Deadpool on Bingers, and it's just like, man, it's like constant fight sequences, constant humor, and constant character development. Like, that is that is beautiful when you can pull that off. But yeah. obviously, when you write one movie versus a TV series, sometimes you got to make choices because you can't spend two years writing two hours of material. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, 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 the, or, or in, in the case of Deadpool, like, Ryan Reynolds had been wanting to make that movie for so long. I bet there were like versions of that script from way back in the Wolverine origins days. Um, Oof. yeah, which, you know, who knows? Let's that, not talk about that. that. Could it could have been the spinoff Deadpool movie could have been wonderful. Uh, but you know, yeah, whatever. Anyway, nah. what else does Marshall have to say? Uh, Marshall says too, uh, there was an email last week suggesting that Thor love and thunder would be like Ant-Man and the wasp as far as Jane being there. Uh, but still sort of a side character and all. But to be honest, I don't think that worked very well at all with Ant-Man and the Wasp, mostly mostly because I don't think anything worked with Ant-Man and the Wasp. If Thor 2 and Incredible Sulk wasn't so laughingly bad, this would be much closer to the bottom. Last thing, I promise Matt, say one good thing about Thor 2. It's hard, I know. That did not come out right. Uh, and Jeff, say one good thing about Iron Man 3. Sorry about the novel. Mm, okay, one good thing about Thor 2. Uh, if you come up with yours first, go ahead. Uh, it's going to take me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. One little jab before I say a positive. Um, the, the, it's hard because my favorite thing about Thor 2 is the Loki stuff. Loki's death in Thor 2 is really nice. And the brothers sort of like growing together, which you get the sense in Ragnarok that Thor, that, 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 development that happens between the brothers does happen. Um, and it's just at the end, they just pull the rug out from under you with it all being a trick, which I found unfortunate because I really liked the death of Loki in that moment. Um, but having him come back and they, they, it, it does pay off when, uh, Hulk, <laughs> Hulk, when Thor refuses to be tricked by him in Ragnarok. So I guess that's my, my high point for Ragnarok at least is the Thor and Loki relationship building. 
I do like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, high point on Iron Man three, I would say is, um, Sir Ben Kingsley, uh, is a legend and he was amazing in absolutely every part that he had to play. It's my problem with Iron Man three is not, uh, any of the actors. It is the writing. And give Sir Ben Kingsley anything and he will make it gold. Yeah. He he's wonderful in that. Yeah. So there's a good thing. So uh he doesn't like he doesn't like Ant Man and the Wasp oh, from yeah. the sound of it. Yeah. Uh I get, I, get, I think that the Ant Man movies are all, are both just okay. Like I don't think they're bad, but I don't think either of them are like wonderful. They 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 don't but I but but I don't I don't see why Ant Man the Wasp is that much worse than Ant Man. I don't know. <laughs> I it, please tell us more details if you, if yeah. you tell us why you don't like it. We we this yeah. is the kind of conversation we, we have here. We can't fix it until you tell us how the problem <laughs> is affecting you. Or, not necessarily fix it. <laughs> yeah, we can't diagnose and treat your problem. No, we, we're, we're not trying to change your change your view. But you know, like uh, be interesting to hear why you why you hold that view because I don't we really can't help you feel correctly unless you <laughs> no, tell us the reason. You why. keep changing my words. <laughs> oh. I'm saying we <laughs> want to understand, and you're saying you want to fix him. He's you broken. Can't, you can't fix. You can't fix people, Jeff. <laughs> He's broken. He needs to be fixed. That's one of the things about this this universe, though. Like as the universe grows, as more movies and more products, more um, more IPs come into the MCU, there's going. You, you increase the chances of there being a not great property, something that is universally hated in humans, uh, something that is just not <laughs> great. You know, there's, there's varying levels of, yeah. of, and it all feels like it sullies the whole universe when you have some weird thing. That's just bad. Like in, in you know, in humans is easy to ignore, but if it was something that was more connected, like, um, iron fist, then, uh, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to look at all of defenders. Yeah. It like sullies all of defenders when you're like, Hey, you should definitely check out defenders. It's like one of the best things ever. Uh, just ignore this fourth of it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Just ignore this. Well, it's, it's, no, yeah, Defenders. Yeah. But if you're talking about the Defenders verse, it's a fifth of it because Punisher's also there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's bad to have something sully it, but I mean, honestly, like, get ready. It's coming. You know, the, we can't live like this forever. Right. And especially with Sony creeping in more and more with more and more Spider-Man <laughs> related properties, which I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I really hope they won't be. Um, no, they are. They're going to be. But I mean, clearly we had our problems with Venom um, yep. already and that's going to, it's not really been connected yet. And so that's, that we've been able to get skirt, skirt by caring too much. But once Venom is like in an Avengers movie, it'll be like, do we like this Venom? Do we, it, it, do we, is he, Venom we care about? Venom? Yeah, so that's gonna be rough. Uh, they did it. I think they probably did the right thing by closing off the within game this like big portion of the universe. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, tied it up in a bow, set it aside. It's perfect just the way it is. Nobody touch it. It's on the shelf. Nobody touch it. Yeah. Let's make new stuff. They'll make they'll make new things and. I but I want them to all be connected. And yeah. Anyway, what does Brandon yeah. Durham have to say? 
He says, thought, if Strange could sling portal them to Earth in Endgame, couldn't he have done it right after they got beat by Thanos in Infinity War to help Cap and Co? Uh, yes, I know he didn't because there's only one way they end up winning, but it just occurred to me that he could have. Yes. I-, I love this question because he answers it perfectly and there's nothing I can do to better answer this question. Because um, <laughs> I would have I would sat here for five minutes going like, why didn't he do that? You're right. He could have. And then finally realized... Because, because that's the what writing it, demanded it. I'm sure, well, no, I'm sure he did in one of the 14 million versions, and yeah. it probably got Stark killed or whatever, you know? Um, or probably got one of the characters that needed to be alive to accomplish that final only version that they end up winning, you know? Yeah. He's just playing his role at that point. Yeah, the thing is, though, like, when we say it's like, you know, only one in 14 million, 605, uh, different universes or different attempts worked. Yeah. We could write that to be whichever way we wanted it to be. Sure. Cause we're the writers, right? Yeah. So. The, but if you're asking why the, the character, he's asking why the character didn't do it. And that's why. Well, yeah, that's why. But like, if we, if we approach it from a meta perspective, it would be much better to have the two disparate teams, uh, doing the same thing, you know, trying to fight Thanos and both failing separately. Then you get the, the conflict between cap and Tony mm-hmm. when Tony gets back to earth and was like, you said you, that we were going to do this together and you weren't there. Yeah. And that's why we failed. You're right. For, and from, and totally from that, uh, from that meta perspective, it also works really well. And you get that wonderful character development of Tony thinking he's going to die. Um, yeah. on the way back. Oh, and that monologue for Pepper. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah, man. And it also sets up him recording himself in that dead sort, it, 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 like a post death recording for Pepper that he ends up doing for Pepper and Morgan, you know, uh, then I love you 3000. Like it sets up all that stuff. I think that it's, it's an important thing meta in a meta perspective for sure. But yeah, of course, when they said, I think it's also interesting, uh, Dr. Strange is so powerful and his ability uh, and what him and Wong at the end of the movie being able to bring every character to bear, like is such a powerful thing. Um, and what's what's interesting about it is that uh, they basically had to remove that uh, by giving uh, Dr. Strange that knowledge that only one of these scenarios will work they basically removed him from the equation because he's no longer trying to beat thanos he's trying to make keep them on course to be yeah, he's trying to play a part yeah it's it's a really interesting uh, writing technique and it, it's 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 great for dr strange it works really well because of his power set but it doesn't work as well for a character like carol danvers who we often wonder like why didn't she do this or why didn't she you know because we don't know why she wouldn't do certain things Anyway, uh, Nerdy Tastic hit us up, said Renner sings and plays piano and released an album recently. RDJ released a jazz album years ago, and ScarJo also had an album a while ago. Evans can marginally sing, and Hiddleston and Olsen were in a biopic about Hank Williams and his wife and did their own singing. Yeah, I really want to see that uh, Hank Williams biopic. I've heard that they're amazing in it. Um, and, uh, what, what we, I followed her up with her online. She was saying that like, uh, I was like, well, it's, it's more about, we were talking more about, um, the characters and what would be funny to have, which characters to be. in. she's like, yeah, I'm just saying, uh, they could, they could legit have a, have a, uh, MCU musical. 
<laughs> and I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Give me that. It's, that's, that is my, up my alley. <laughs> Nothing has been more up my alley ever. Yeah. Uh, Nerdy Tastic also said at MCU cast, I tell you what I don't want from Captain Marvel 2. For her to be raped, fall into a coma, give birth, and for Wasp to tell her to marry her rapist, like happened in subcomics. A whole lot of yikes. Yeah, that's rough. That's uh, bad. I'm pretty sure that won't happen. It's a different time. And uh, hopefully hopefully media has moved on from such uh, insane tropes. Obviously troublesome. Yeah, very, uh, very troublesome. Very, very bad. Georgia Cross says, hey guys, I've spent the last day or so being depressed about how Black Widow was supposed to be out this weekend, and it's a serious bummer. This whole quarantine thing has taken my MCU away, and I'm not happy about it. So instead, I rewatched the trailer and noticed this. 46 seconds into the trailer, there's a clip of Yelena strapped to a bed, looking like she's about to go into some kind of surgery. And when you look at it closer, there's a black outline drawn around her face. There are a ton of photos of it online, too. In the comics at some point, Yelena and Nat hash a plan for a face swap. Could this be what is happening? To be honest, it sounds kind of far-fetched and crazy, but uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm intrigued. Nat dying in Endgame could have been Yelena. My mind is blown. I'm not sure if I believe this theory, but I wanted your guys' opinion. Thanks for the cast. We've had some similar theories about you know them switching places or something like this. Uh, and... I just don't see him doing it because I think that Nat's sacrifice in Endgame would be like greatly reduced from a character perspective. Like, yeah, if you sub somebody else in to to take the place of her uh, of her sacrifice, like her sacrifice means nothing. All the emotional stakes that were in that scene mean nothing. You just tear away all the pain and and reduce Hawkeye's uh, his struggle there. To mean literally nothing. Yeah, that whole scene when they're fighting over who goes over to save each other, that would, like, really, the stakes are gone if it's not Nat, you know? Yeah. And then when he gets back, when, you know, he has to deal with with Nat having having you know, not come back with him, and he's yelling at, I think he's yelling at Cap. I don't remember exactly who he's yelling at, but when he, when they're on the, the dock by the lake, he's just like, you go and talk to that guy and tell him. Yeah. You know, it's just all of that pain would be just completely lost, gone. If they, if they were to do that, that's, that is bad writing. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be upset if they take away her death. Um, as much as I would love to have her back, I'd much rather have, um, Galena, show up in a future movie and and be the sister that they never knew she had or something like that. That would be that'd be okay with me. Yelena can show up and take over her role. Yeah. I'm all for that. That's great. I would even be okay with Yelena showing up with Nat's face if she's a different character. Uh you know what I mean? Like it would it would <laughs> it would it would it would, it would definitely people wouldn't understand it as well and people would still be upset at that trope being like, "Oh, Black Widow's back. She's just her sister, Black Widow." But like, you know, at least that would not take away her death. I I just don't want her death to be death to be undone. I mean, we we've, yeah. we've been told that it can't be. <laughs> yeah, we've been specifically shown. Yeah. The rules are that it can't be. Let's not let's not undo the rules. Yeah. Like I would be okay with um, Yelena shows up 
uh, with Nat's face on and in, and ends up having to take it off. But she was just using that face as an in, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know that that would be a good thing. I really don't. <laughs> maybe if she if she shows up, uh, like not to the Avengers to be like, hey, like, let me join the team again. Hey, guys. Or, you know, long time since I've been seeing you guys I'm around wearing here. Your, I'm wearing your dead friend's face. Don't you trust me? I don't think that would yeah, be right. No, <laughs> that would not be good. But, like, if she were to use Nat's face on, like, a spy mission for the Avengers or something, like, and they had to have this debate of, like, is that okay? Um, and, it, you know, it's for the good of the mission. It's for the good of humanity. Like, we have to have this, you know, she's got to wear Nat's face so that she can get through all these whatever yeah i could definitely see that uh if they if they all chose for her to wear nat's face like like in those uh we had those facial um shield things they could put on in uh cap 2 yeah the the masks to look like other people you know the real like mission uh, impossible mission impossible stuff yeah yeah like that but not permanent jesus christ not permanent yeah 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 for sure all right, uh, Gavin Fry said, so I now have some time to explain my thoughts. War of the Realms would be perfectly placed later in the MCU. After Jane Foster has quit as Thor and Odinson has taken up the hammer once more, but all he has is a fragment of the original. It's perfect later in the MCU because there is all the Netflix characters, Venom, Blade, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, Wolverine, after being long or gone for a long time. Uh, best of all, though, is Thori, Thor's doggo. I hope this all makes sense. If not, just say the word and I'll explain more. Also, Jeff, I love your steampunk Thor costume. Wish I could talk more right now. Gotta go do laundry. Until next time, true believers. Yeah, uh, that all sounds great. I don't. Uh, we we talked a little bit about War of Realms last week, um, and uh, yeah, that all sounds fun. Yeah, that's that's a lot of characters that we have not had a uh, an intro to in the MCU yet. So, yeah, like I want to see War of the Realms. It looks cool. But, uh, you know, we got to earn it, you know, we can't just throw shit in. Agreed. That's the thing. You gotta, you gotta earn it. Gotta earn it. They've done a great job earning these things in the past and I want them to continue working that way. Yep. All right. Uh, looks like last up, Marshall Naylor sent us a picture. Oh, oh, the doggos. The doggos. (laughs) He sent us pictures of doggos. (laughs) You sound a lot like Forrest Gump on that. Oh, it's just it's my dog voice. He sent me a picture right. of doggos. <laughs> sent me I sure did doggos. like them. Chocolates. <laughs> um. uh, so he says, I'm continuing the flow of cute dog pictures. I had a picture, uh, the one on the left with an eye patch on as um, Nick Furry. <laughs> That's great. I can already hear Jeff groaning, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's great. That's great. Um, dog doggy doggo said life is like a box of chocolate it'll kill you (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) yep all right tracks we're we're done i think we're done for today i will be back with more uh more soon uh next week and um by the way just i think we mentioned up at the top of this episode we recorded three episodes at once here so i'm a little blurry on what we mentioned or we (laughs) haven't i think we did but uh big thing we're starting this week is our stranded panda trivia it's gonna be like stranded panda geek trivia we're still sort of working out the kinks but uh uh and we're gonna be working out the kinks for a few weeks probably but so don't kink shame don't (laughs) thank you jeff that was good that was real good
Thank you, Jeff. Good one. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, if you are uh, if you are a uh, fan of doing trivia, like kind of pub trivia style, we might do some music. We might mix in some other stuff, like conversations about Marvel. Uh, this week, we're going to do a Marvel centric one, uh, and we're going to do so. It's going to be. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick up we're gonna pick a movie and we're gonna email it to our stranded panda army, uh, which you can join at strandedpanda.com, and then we're gonna let them know what movie. We're a third of the questions will be all from one movie, and so uh, you know if you'll get a chance to like watch that movie or whatever. And we promise it's not gonna be Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> we 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 promise not not this week. <laughs> Next week, Jeff's really set on us doing Thor: The Dark World at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of a sadist. <laughs> Again, don't kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, go join the Stranded Panda Army. Uh, it's strandedpanda.com. Hit the join button and uh, and then uh, fill it out and they will just send you emails. Uh, and then every week we're going to send an email that'll say what movie we're going to be focused on for that week's uh, Stranded Panda trivia. So, yeah. We just thought this would be a fun thing. So we're going to be writing some trivia questions, asking them, and uh, you'll uh, to, to answer all you need is Twitch. You just need to pull up Twitch and you just comment your answers, and we're going to take the first few comments and give them points. And then whoever wins will get a t-shirt or something. And if it's successful, we might even be able to do bigger prizes as, the, uh, as we keep going. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll be back soon uh we're the marvel cinematic universe podcast mcucast.com strandedpanda.com all those things uh you can find our links to all those things all of our socials over there peace until next time true believers